Hi, I'm Sophie Schapter and I've just started a Masters at Cambridge University and this year I'll be trialling with Cambridge University Women's Boat Club as a cox. I've been coxing on and off for almost 10 years now but I think this year with CUW will be one of the most unique and exciting rowing experiences I've ever been involved with. The squad train 18 hours a week to prepare for what is in my opinion one of the most incredible sporting events ever, the boat race. In this podcast series, I'll be giving an insight into what training for the boat race is really like and taking you on the journey of CUW's 2018 boat race campaign. The last few weeks have been really busy here in Cambridge and with the final selection fast approaching, things are starting to become pretty real. After a couple of weeks settling back into our term timetables, we travelled to London to train and race on the Tideway. Our first race was Quinton Head, a time trial raced from Chiswick to Hammersmith which is just over half the boat race course. The squad had a very successful day at the head. Our crews placed first and second overall out of all the women's eights who raced on the day, winning the pennant for their respective categories. The first eight won the elite category and placed 33rd out of the 227 eights ahead of many men's crews. On our second day on the Tideway, we organised to race St Paul's School in a couple of side-by-side pieces. Yep. Lock in touch. Get ready, both crews. Ducking off, pause. Yep. Bounce there, touch. Forward, square up, both crews. My hands down. Pause that. Attention! Go! It was great to have done both a time trial and a side by side fixture on the weekend, as they can be very different styles of racing. In one, you're very internal and often isolated from any opposition, with no idea how fast or slow you're travelling in relation to other crews. Side by side, there are far more distractions, different things to think about and instant feedback on your speed in comparison to the opposition, which can be both positive and negative. Although you want to stay internal and focused on your crew, it can be tricky to ignore your surroundings. Yeah, Quinton Town was really good actually. We just decided to like go for it from the start. We see how long we told and it worked really well. So I think we just went for a really strong rhythm and the course was shortened. So actually we managed to hold it to the end, which is really great. So we came second overall, which is pretty cool, beating all the first dates. What's your favourite thing about racing a head race? That you know what you're going to do and you have your plan, you know how much it's going to hurt and you just throw yourself in from the beginning. There's no risk. You just go and just keep pulling. <laughs> do you think there's a different mental preparation for racing a head race and racing side by side? I think there is, but I think, I think we would also benefit more from bringing both preparations into each other. So in a head race, you kind of think, OK, I'm prepping for like a longer thing. I've got to go hard from the beginning, from the first stroke and just really just keep powering on whereas I think for side by side you kind of want to be a little bit more responsive I think more with with side by side it's trying to calm yourself down and internalize whereas with head racing it's much more trying to keep yourself more motivated because you can end up on like a limb by yourself so it's trying to visualize the other crews to get that adrenaline what's the biggest difference between doing head race and side by side stuff Oh, it's huge, because in a head race, you've got, like, your own calls, and you're, like, totally internal, so you've got a race plan, you just execute it as best you can. Like, you can overtake people or gain on people, but realistically, you're often just, like, in a void, and it's all about, like, motivating yourself, whereas side by side, you've got someone constantly there, it's a huge distraction, it's much harder to think about, like, what you're doing in the boat, but you can be more motivated by it, because you've got right someone right there that you want to be, you can see when you take a seat or two seats, rather than just 
gaining an arbitrary number of lengths on someone ahead of you? Best thing about coxing side by side is you can work off the other boat. You can give the rowers a reason to go, say, right, I need this next seat. Move now. <laughs> What's the main difference, do you think, about sort of coxing a head race and then coxing a side by side race? The main difference is, I suppose, you've, you've got to have reactive calls. You've got to have, say, when you're a certain distance down or up, you've got to have a push to react to that when you're side by side. Whereas in a head race, it's more pushing off markers, basically pushing the whole way through, uh, trying to keep the boat motivated the whole time, rather than staying calm and making moves at certain crucial points. How did your races against St Paul's go? They were really fun. Um, they jumped us off the start, which was a bit of a shock. Yeah, that was a bit like, ah, schoolboys school rowing, yeah. But actually, I think we learned a lot because we stepped on in the second piece and then walked quite easily. It was very bouncy, like the conditions were not fun, so I think that was quite good. And also doing it after Quinton was really good because at the time it was really tough and like we were all shattered. But being able to try row our best when we're feeling not great was really advantageous. What have you taken away from racing St Paul's that you can bring into the next fixtures? Go harder from stroke one. Don't just to trust yourself to walk through, but also don't give anything away off the start. What do you think you learnt most as a crew from the St Paul's races? They were really useful, actually. I think we learned a lot about our start because the schoolboys were very fast off the start. We also learned that we had to like, trust in our rhythm and actually if we just like believed in it and rode into it, it'd be fine. So I think we learned a lot about where our strengths as a crew lie because you only really get that from racing side by side. In the head race, you don't know where your best and worst points really were. The second set of GB trials has also taken place this month and two of the CUW squad, Trisha and Emma, were competing in a pair. Unfortunately, Imogen was unable to make trials due to injury. How was trials? Trials, trials was good, yeah. Uh, the weather was actually awful. So just disgusting. It was like minus two degrees when we boated. It was awful. Trisha and I wore literally every single layer we could possibly fit on. The first TK was like pretty flat, but then you turned to like awful headwind. It was super choppy. But yeah, I think... Although it was awful, I think it was to our advantage. So quite good in choppy water. So where other people really struggled, we just did it. Yeah. What was your result? We came 10th overall. So Trish is not under 23, but I was the fastest under 23. Um, but no, we were really happy. I think nearly everyone who beat us were like seniors or like at Caversham, so we were really happy. I guess that puts you in a good place to be selected for under 23s? Yeah, so I think the next stage is just invite you to April trials, um, which I hope we will be after that. Yeah. But from then, it's hard to tell exactly what will happen. Yeah. The boat race is coming up fast, and in the next few weeks, we'll be training and racing more and more on the tideway. We're also going to be working closely with a sports psychologist to learn about how we deal with the pressures of the build-up to the race and race day itself.